The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week 11. That's right. Week 11. Also, week 2 of the college football playoff rankings. Bear, how are we feeling on this fine Wednesday? We're, we're, we're doing all right. I don't, I don't get on a plane this week, which which is a welcome uh, at this time of year. How how fired up or lack there are, 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 is the crew to go to Boston? Come on. You could, we haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, but like people that don't like Boston and now like they're still celebrating you, the Red think, Sox. But, like, but that's that's going to get annoying. That's your misconception right there about BC. It's not you got a lot of New York, you've got a lot of Philly, you got a lot of Northeast kids. So it's not just like this Boston, Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots, like it's not all that. You got a good a good mix there. You also have a lot of people that don't even realize that the show will be in that city. That I would agree with. <laughs> all right. That I would agree with. But, but on campus it'll be they they're, they're wound up for that. Yeah. And shout out to the Eagles Chestnut Thrill hitting that over already. I was going to say you're you're cashing that one which is which is nice. Uh, unfortunately, the Dukies got your canes last week to help us uh, out well, there. Yeah, I was gonna, not, not, not unfortunately, fortunately. Yeah, well, I mean, for no, I, I, I gave see your team lose. I gave Duke as the money line pick. I Don't know. worry about it. You, I, we helped each other out last yeah, week. I hear you. Um, we got a little work to do on uh, on a couple others. On the yeah, well, we got a great and. The, Monroe with a huge win yes, last week. So they're favorite. They're well, favorite. We already have Georgia Southern in the exactly, which was the perfect. We got South, South Alabama. They're a touchdown favorite on the road this week. They still got uh, Louisiana. We'll just call them Louisiana, not UL Lafayette or Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana. They got them at the end of the year. So hopefully they can win one of those two, and that'll get the over. Missouri, Missouri, the outright win. So that's a little sketchy now. Yeah, but well, you might be able to work yourself into a. Uh, a situation where money line parlay last game of the year, and you can hedge that off. Well, that's what I think I got to do with Maryland this week. It's, exactly, this is, it. this is it. And I said that at the beginning yep. of the year. It, it, it was, was this be the game. Indiana game. This is the game. So uh, we could touch on that back end. We have a little fun with some money line parlays and and stuff like that. Our money line picks both hit last week. Um, but we've gone back. I've had some guys on the on the internet uh, reach out and tell me how well I've done in the noon yeah, slate. I was say, wow, Nooner Steve. Wow. Uh, so I got to go back. By the right? way, interrupt. Pause. Not, not, don't don't pause the podcast, but just pause you. God love the person who went and like went back through with your start times. Yeah, and looked that looked up that how great you have been in noon kickoffs. <laughs> I think it was this podcast is for people like that. <laughs> yeah, they're doing their homework, and and someone brought up to me as well about how like the last certain number of games that I've picked underdogs of like more than fifteen points or something. I have like five and ten or something. It's like they pay we our people pay attention. Damn it, they're doing our self scout. They are, you know. So I appreciate we, we that. We can only get better from what we learn. And there's only too many hours. There's only so many hours in a week. That is correct. I you discovered know? that last week the hard way. All right. Well, last week's over. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to ahead. roll for this week. Um, I want to look at the noon slate this week to give give the people one because I want to discuss the rankings that came out last night with you. Um, because I know you do not like some of the stuff we've. 
we've we've seen from the committee. So I have a couple of questions for Can you get there. The, get, uh, but let, um, you got a, you got a noon pick for I, Saturday. I, I, I do have a noon pick. I'll, I will preface with this: this is the toughest week of the year for me in terms of finding games. I can't find many underdogs to latch on to. I had a hard time coming up with four games as of right now when we're hmm. we're recording this at Wednesday afternoon that I really like. Uh, one of them is at noon on Saturday. Uh-huh. And it's a team that I was very strongly against last week. Hmm. And now they're home and they're laying eight and a half or nine at home uh, against Wisconsin, and that's Penn State. Right. I still think Penn State is a really good team. Uh, bad situation, awful spot last week against a Michigan team, hell-bent on revenge. Tough first half. Wisconsin now, we hinted on it before the year about Wisconsin that this suspensions and now some injuries and Hornerbrook being out, that maybe under on their season win total would, would be the way to go. But I, I still think Wisconsin going on the road now. you got Penn State, McSorley another week to help heal up. Yep. How the defense just got run over at times last week. They fought for a while, but ultimately just yeah. offense couldn't get anything going against a, a really good Michigan front. I think their their offense finds it a little bit easier this week. And while Hornibrook hasn't been great, and the fact he's not going to play, you got Cohen, the uh, freshman coming into play now, while a lot of people don't think that's a downgrade, I think it is. It, it's still a freshman who hasn't played much football. You saw him really struggle on the road in the one game he played. Uh, I, I think at home, Penn State coming back off of that poor performance. Of the uh, of the things that I saw that kind of stuck out a little bit this week, uh, Penn State was one of them. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. Um by the way, this line, I believe, was three at the start of the year. Really? In, in, in the look-ahead lines to the season. Uh, I, I brought this stuff over here because there were a lot of stuff like that I wanted to get into. Yeah, I saw a bunch of those yeah. lines. Uh, look, look ahead Georgia. Line. Just consider that for a second. Look-ahead line of the year was Penn State minus three. And Penn State now has three losses. Hasn't been the team a lot of people thought they were. Same for Wisconsin. Yeah. And now it's nine. So... It's interesting. Yeah, for sure. And there's a bunch of, I think it's Georgia's on there, Oklahoma, Georgia, Oklahoma State's Oklahoma, on there. Oklahoma, Oklahoma was 11 in the look ahead, now it's 19. Notre Dame's got to be on there. Georgia was 3.5, now it's 14.5. Wow. Uh, Oklahoma was 11, now it's 19. Notre Dame has. Tennessee was favored over Kentucky, minus 1, now Kentucky 6. And Notre Dame was 7, now it's 17.5. Would you rather have Tennessee this week if Kentucky won or lost last week? Won. That line reeks. One, because you know another reason why would be the, the East would already be wrapped up. Yeah. So really big be, spot for Pruitt and the Vols this week if they could get that one. That would be like yep. a season. That that that's that's like winning right. going to a bowl game. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back to the team that burned me last week. Three and two uh, was our only loser at the noon slate, and that's Urban Meyer and the Buckeyes. I have a question for you. Do you think during that bye week, Ohio State was looking ahead of Nebraska to this game with Michigan State? No. Me neither. No. Me neither. Um, but here's the deal with Ohio State. I understand Michigan State leads the country in rush defense. I think Urban and Ryan Day are smart enough where they're not going to try and run the ball because they haven't been able to this year. I think they're going to go to their strength with Dwayne Haskins. I think they're going to throw the ball. They have the guys to win on the outside. I think they want to try and get this game as up-tempo as possible. 
And I don't I know Michigan State is great as an underdog. I just think from a talent perspective here, Ohio State is leaps and bounds better than them. Um I think the defense will be fine against this Michigan State offense. It's a noon kick. It's not like a night game in East Lansing. Um I know D'Antonio like you know, he'll play it off like he doesn't love this role. He he absolutely loves Correct. it more than yeah, anything. Especially in the world. against Ohio State. Yep. And um but Ohio State's done all right, I wanna say at East Lansing, it's when it's in Columbus. Two years ago, two years ago they were a big favorite, only one by one. That's right. I was a two point Michigan State had, the, had two, the down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to lay the three and a half with with Ohio State. I think talent overlies everything. And if this is Ohio State, I still think has everything to play for. Um, and we'll touch on the rankings right here. Um, they're at ten. Um, so I I think this is a spot for Ohio State where they take it and get it rolling. Full disclosure. Whoa. I did not see the times on all of these games. Uh-huh. I did not realize that this was a nooner. Yeah. I am in agreement. Unsolicited agreement here. You're that taking we, it. I, Ohio State was one of the four that I had written down as well. We're undefeated. Ohio State's, the Ohio State's issues are defensively. Yes. And without Felton Davis, I just don't know if Michigan State has the offense to be able to exploit some of those issues that Ohio State has in the back seven. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. Right. Eventually, they're going to put together. I don't think they've covered the last five weeks. Eventually, they're going to put together a game that kind of resembles the sum of the parts, mm-hmm. and and they're going to play well. We'll we'll see. Uh, if my offense finally got it going against Nebraska, slow to start, mm-hmm. but I I don't think that what you're going to hear from Michigan State offensively resembles anything close to. Adrian Martinez in Nebraska, no, certainly not exactly. Rondell Moore in Purdue. Exactly, and that's 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 the main the main. I'm with uh, you. I'm, I'm laying here. the points here as well. So uh, Ohio State, it is. Ohio State is at ten. I want to touch on the rankings. I want to go up to the top. Obviously, all those teams moved up. LSU moved down. We'll touch on LSU at seven in a bit. But I noticed Michigan is ranked ahead of Georgia. They are. What do you think about that? Both teams control their destiny. Uh, I was, uh, look, Georgia wins out, they're in, Michigan wins out, they're in. Right, as of right now, though. But I was surprised, a little bit surprised, to see Georgia behind Michigan. Okay. If you look at efficiency ratings, yep. all three of Georgia's units, offense, defense, special teams, are rated in the top ten nationally. Okay. So you can make an on-the-field case right there that Georgia is a better football team. You look at Georgia's... Best wins mm-hmm. right now on the road at current number 11, Kentucky, mm-hmm. versus current number 15, I believe, uh, Florida, 15, 16, whatever yeah, they are, right away from home. Yep. It's two better wins than anything Michigan has. Okay. So well, if, I would answer if, you with this. If, if you're looking, now if the committee just is watching teams and saying, you Michigan, know what? eyeball test. You know what? I think they, they, they look better than Georgia. That's fine and perfectly fair, but I think if you're looking at resume... Which would include the wins. Georgia's got two better than Michigan's best, and the the rate stats, the efficiency stats, so makes the case for Georgia as well. Does it ultimately matter? No, but uh, just just curious how both of like the tangible things that you can look at on a sheet of paper point to Georgia, and the committee has Michigan once. And this is what I you know you throw at me last year all the time with with the teams that I wanted up there with Wisconsin and you know and I said you know drop them when they lose and eventually they did and they they didn't make it which I which was my whole point right. the whole season. But this is what I don't understand when people say eyeball test. Okay, Michigan eyeball test over Georgia. 
Of course Michigan's going to have the eyeball test because they don't play as good at teams as Georgia plays. So, yeah, when you watch them, they're going to look better than Georgia looks. Yeah. So this whole eyeball test thing needs more explanation, and I think they should just say it when they're asked, especially about Michigan and and Georgia. Um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma still has a couple trips. uh, They go to Morgantown. They go to Kansas, or they get Kansas at home. This year they would go to Kansas. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. They have Kansas at home. They remember last year Baker with the, oh, yeah, 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 the bird yeah. and all that. It was great, wonderful. Uh, still have a trip to Morgantown. Mm-hmm. And they're currently week. ranked three spots ahead of the Mountaineers. I'm a little bit surprised that they're three spots ahead of West Virginia. Uh, why? I, I get why. I think you look at some of the games in the, that they played in the Big 12. West Virginia just went to Austin and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia went to Lubbock and beat Texas Tech a lot more convincingly and soundly than Oklahoma did. Gosh, if Alan Bowman doesn't get hurt in a freak injury, I think Tech wins the game. Mm. Uh, so I, I think you have those two things. Now I know West Virginia did go to Ames and get absolutely yeah. annihilated, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma did go there, but... I don't know if it's as clear-cut. We, we kind of hinted on it a little bit that, yeah, Oklahoma's defense looked pretty good. They played TCU and Kansas State, two really crappy offenses. Yeah. And, and last week it was like, oh, wow, we've seen this act before. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so sure that Oklahoma should be three spots. Again, they're okay. going to play in Morgantown in a couple weeks, and there's a chance they could play again in Arlington for the Big 12 title. But I was surprised to, three, to see a, a three-spot differential there. Are you, I don't want to say surprised, how do you look at, I think the committee is giving away more benefit to the Big Ten and ACC than they should. Do you agree? I don't get the love affair with the ACC Coastal. I mean, the Atlantic, rather. Well, there's no love affair with the Coastal, but <laughs> except for people claiming Pitt now as a, oh, as a win. Um, but hey, you're... You're you're, you're you're convinced you're gonna you're gonna sell me right now that NC State, BC, and Syracuse are top twenty teams. I was talking with Brad Edwards before about this. Genius, yes, a lot smarter than you and I combined. Correct. You can go down the college football playoff rankings from uh-huh. eleven through twenty-one, okay, and say Kentucky eleven, they're overrated. UCF, 11, yeah, they're overrated. Syracuse, 13, oh. they're overrated. NC State, 14, they're overrated. Florida, 15, <laughs> they're overrated. Mississippi State, 16, really, they're overrated. BC, 17, Michigan yeah. State, 18, Texas, 19, Penn State, Iowa, 21, really? Com- compared to what we normally would expect out of a top 20 team, all those, none of those teams really resemble what we're used to seeing in terms of that. But, but yes, the ACC Atlantic getting that love surprises me. And I guess that couples with the, uh, with the Big Ten, too, have what, five of the top 21. That was a little surprising to me as well, considering how Wisconsin's been a major disappointment, Huge. State's been a major disappointment, Michigan State's been a major disappointment. Correct. Um, if NC State was going to play... Oh, by the way... How about t- tying NC State together with the team we talked about before? How about that if NC State and West Virginia had Ooh. played in that game in September? How big could that win potentially have been or loss be for NC State yeah, or West Virginia? You're right. That's a great point. And they're not going to reschedule that one. No. 
we can't like pony up. No, nah, it's not going to happen. We still we, we, Sam we, receiving we, the bear. Our, our budget. We can't get that. I game? Say maybe we can get like a an, a non sanctioned <laughs> bowl game or something. We're still going to need to find a. Uh, we're still going to need to find a uh, an opponent for our incarnate word on December first. All right. Get the word out. When Iowa State's in the Big 12 title game. Uh, If NC State was going to play UCF this week in Dallas, take the home crowds out of it, what do you make the line and who are you picking? What do I make the line? Oh, gosh. UCF and NC State in Dallas. Let's see. I'm looking at some efficiency ratings right now. It's UCF 12 offense, NC State 6 offense. UCF 57 defense. He's doing this out of his head, people. No, I'm not, actually, I'm not. I have the sheet of paper right here. <laughs> NC State 61 defense. So it tells me, yeah, NC State's got the better offense by, no chance. NC State minus two. Who are you picking? I'd probably take UCF. Me too. Me too. Me, no, no doubt about it. Um, so. You want to ask me the other question? Are you going there yet? With UCF? I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, we, this, we talked about this. This is my jumping off point, and Bear had a little homework for the week, and uh, I asked Bear to talk to his people out in Vegas and get a line because we were talking about the group of five. Um, or what is, what is, what does the American Conference call them? Uh, the P6. P6, all right. And a lot of talk this week about, uh, Fresno State and UCF. And what did your home homework come out to be, sir? Courtesy of my good friend Vinny Maliulo, longtime Vinny. Vegas bookmaker, now at South Point. I asked him what Fresno State and UCF would be if they played on a neutral field this week. Because uh, I, I was talking with, with you and some other people and just really surprised that UCF was... 12 spots ahead or 11 spots ahead of Fresno State. And I think you can make a lot of arguments that Fresno State is better. Uh, if you look at power ratings like Sagarin, S&P Plus, FPI, Fresno State is better than them in all three of those rankings. If you look at efficiency metrics, Fresno State is one of six teams in the top 25 nationally mm-hmm. in both offensive and defensive efficiency. So there are arguments to be made that Fresno State is better. Gotcha. And Mr. Maliulo said he would make Fresno State a three-point favorite over UCF. Wow. So, so I feel I feel somewhat vindicated for the abuse that I have taken by making a suggestion that Fresno State has an argument to be the best group of five team. Now, of course, that being said, they'll go to Boise on Saturday night and, and lose as Boise State's home dog. Friday night. Friday night, yes, I'm sorry. On the Smurf yes, surf. I got excited because that is, of all the games this week, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. Really? You, you will find me in my hotel room Friday night in Boston, locked in to Boise Fresno. Late East Coast. I don't care. I'm watching. You're I'm, staying up. I'm staying up. I might drive up game. and watch it with you. Uh, that, that's a sight nobody needs to see. <laughs> Actually, we can do what we did a couple years ago in Indy, just hang out in the bar. There and we go. Watch that terrible Colorado-Washington title game. Um, Fresno State so, should make state champion t-shirts. I'd buy one. should. I'd buy one. And, and, I, and again, people are... Oh, they lost to Minnesota. Well, question. Yes. How many how many people on the committee do you think know what happened in the Fresno State? No, zero. Come on, zero. You you think they you think they popped the Fresno State Minnesota game back in and saw Fresno State throw an interception in the end zone on an unbelievable play by Winfield in the final minute of the game? You, you think they know that? 
You think they can even name Marcus McMarion and Jeff Allison? You think they can do that? Maybe. People, and you playing in a Pac-12 school, and there are people who claim East Coast, West Coast bias, yeah. don't pay attention. This is an example of that. I don't. Nobody on the East Coast knows anything about Fresno State, and they are a really good football team. Yeah, state champs, I think, and they're eight and one. Went to UCLA and absolutely annihilated oh, the Bruins. Yeah, crushed them. They it's more so than Cincinnati well, did from the American. Speaking of Cincinnati, more on them later. Okay. They should be ranked. They're eight and one with one of the only loss that overtime loss winner. Game. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Needed, that, uh, that, that turned the season around for me, by the way. Uh, that game, ever since then, um, seven and two on the board, like eleven and three and ten and three in the column. That one game right there did it for me. All right, last question mm-hmm. before we get to the picks: Who's the best three loss team in America? The best. Let me, let me look at my. All right. Florida, Mississippi. Florida's State, the highest ranked. Michigan There's State, no way Texas, they're the best three Penn loss. State. I have a pick. You're. You want to know who it is? <laughs> it's Iowa State. You think so? It's Iowa State. I don't think so. Because their losses early in the year came without Purdy at quarterback. Correct. They are a much different team with Purdy at quarterback offensively than they than they were. Well, the three in the loss column says three losses with Purdy. What they've lost once, I think. Or, or, or no, none. he no, yeah. no, he didn't none. play in the TCU game. I, I wasn't sure if he did or no, not. He came in the se- uh, second quarter or second series uh, a game at Stillwater. Okay, and then they rolled since then. I love that team. So there's your answer. Best three loss team in the country: Iowa State. Uh, I can't agree with you. All right, what do you got? <sighs> I'm a homer, a really bad. You're homer. saying Washington? Yep. I am. Oof. I am. Because I'm as frustrated as as I am with them as anybody. I can't imagine what their fan base is, how frustrated they are. And they can but save their season in a couple of weeks. They sure can. And watch By the out. way, how you feeling if they if you had that season win total? Wasn't it released offshore somewhere early? Bovada or somewhere like eight and a half with huge juice? Can you imagine sweating that right now? No. Woo. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, so three loss team. You know who I want to put up there? Penn State. And they've had no the team right below them. And they've I think they're a darn good team. And they've had two rough losses, and that's to Penn State two weeks ago, and uh, Wisconsin, Purdue last year, last week, Iowa. I think, and, that, Iowa. and that's a fair statement because they did beat man Iowa State early in the year yeah, before they went. That's when the Kemp that's, got hurt. That's a, that's a fair. I think that's a that's really a, that's a, that's really a fair, good football team, and they're giving. They're giving a lot this week to Northwestern. Eleven. By the that way, that doesn't how, make sense. By the way, how about that? Northwestern can lose this week to Iowa, which double-digit dog they probably should beat Illinois, sink the boat, go to the Big Ten championship game at seven and five. I think we got to change. They hold every time. I think right? we got to change the conference. Titles. We do, and not only does. Everyone made fun of the Big 12, that whole one true champion, and then they brought back the conference title game. Yeah. But, but the way they're doing it is right. It is. They put your two best teams in the conference title game for the regular season, two best teams play, you're guaranteeing one of those two teams wins the title, and you're putting yourself in a better position. Whereas in the in the ACC, you're going to get Clemson as, what, a 24-point favorite 
against Pitt as long as Clemson doesn't stumble. I mean, huge favor over Pitt. Uh, Pac-12 title game is going to be a joke. Then the Big Ten, you could have Michigan looking to make a college football playoff statement at 11-1, and and, the, and it'll be a rematch against a 7-5 and Northwestern team. Yeah, that's... Much, I'd much rather see Michigan play Ohio State again or whomever winds up being second in the in the, in, in the Big Ten East. I'd much rather see... Gosh, I don't even know who the second best team in the ACC would be. Is it BC? Is it is it Syracuse? Is it, is it NC State? I don't even know. I, I, that's a tough one. It, but the divisions, it, it, it's time for to get rid of divisions. One big conference, if you want to keep your divisional rivals as they are now uh-huh. and have the other teams rotate in and off the schedule, that's fine. But... Uh, division designations are totally uh, rooting these conference championship games. All right, that's our take on the rankings, our noon pick. Uh, more picks after this. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick, if you can bet your condo on. It's back. Um, back. Good for the people. It's good for the people that, again, last week was a little chaotic. We had some technical issues in yep. different locations. And we had one last year, last week. It was a loser. We'll and just we, say yeah, that. I was say, and it was a loser. So a loser. We, sa- we saved you some money last week. But he's back, and he's checking in, and he's going to the SEC West. Okay. And he's taking the number one team in the country, giving twenty three and a half at <laughs> of home course he is. against Stark Vegas. Of course he is. Coach Jimmy D is on the tide. Roll tide. Uh, what do you think? What, no defense in the country is allowed. Fewer touchdowns than Mississippi State. Four passing touchdowns, well, and, I read. And Tua has had at least two touchdown passes in every game. So, it, it, look, if you were to play the game, I guess this would be the way I would play it because yes. if Alabama does come out and get ahead and Mississippi State can't run, who knows what's going to happen when Fitzgerald starts throwing the ball. Yeah, that's... that's it could be a problem. Yep. Yep. Um... All right, so you got your steamer condo pick to start things off here. I'm going to go first, Bear. Uh, I'm going to go to historic Nipper Stadium Saturday night. I looked up the weather because this is when, you know, that time of year. The yes. clocks are back. Yep. I think this stuff kind of matters, especially when we're talking about a fraudulent 7-0 team that was the USF <laughs> Bulls. They are going uh. to historic Nipper Stadium. They're catching 14 and the Bearcats come in as hot as anybody. I mentioned before, they should be ranked. Um, tough loss at Temple. But other than that, they've been as impressive. And and I would say they, I think they were the first team to hit their season win total over they, in the country. It might have been Hawaii. It was, I think was they in Hawaii might have been the same one. Um, but Luke Fickle, man, like I heard people from Ohio State saying they would do anything to have him back as D.C. Like – Good for him. It's going to be twenty around twenty two degrees at kickoff of this game between the Bearcats, who should be ranked, and the Bulls. I don't who shouldn't be ranked. I don't. Who should think, never have been ranked. I don't think <laughs> USF wants any part of this game. Cincinnati's defense has been unbelievable. USF has given up over forty points a game in their last five contests, and for the year, they're averaging giving up over four hundred and forty yards. Tackling. Tackling is optional. optional for the for the Bulls defense, especially in the in the running game. Um, and I and they, will add, and they didn't disappoint last week against Tulane. And uh, 
Cincinnati didn't disappoint. They probably gave me my worst loss of the year, destroying my middies from Navy. Wow, that was the wrong yes. side. Took me about two minutes into that game to realize that that was a loser. Yeah, and it probably will be the same way this week with Navy going to UCF. UCF. I, think, I think after how poorly UCF, well, I shouldn't say poorly. Defensive, Mitch, defend, defensively, how poorly they played against a 2-7 and seven Navy team, I think they'll they bounce back. And well, I think Navy, just to touch on that game, because I looked yeah. at that game, yeah. the total and so all that. I, I mean, it's too many for me to lay, but... I think Navy could score. I think Navy could score in the 20s. Can they keep UCF out of the 50s? 50s? Yeah. You think, I, you, think we get long, you think we can go long possessions? Yeah, I think they could do that. They always have one of those a year um, when you're not expecting it to. So that's that's a little different. But uh, getting back to that, give me Cincinnati minus 14 Saturday night, historic number stadium. Touching on Cincinnati, and I said it before, this is not one of the best cards to go betting, uh, at least ACS, and to borrow a – Borrow a line from my good friend Gil Alexander, who kind of—if you're betting ATS this week, you're you're the you're the square. Oof. Um, I don't like a lot of games, but I, I think there are a lot of money lines here with a lot of big favorites that I have a hard time thinking they're going to lose. And you can probably get a money line on all these games. Yep. Syracuse, Clemson, Eastern Michigan, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Tulane. Marshall, Nevada, Georgia, Missouri, Nebraska, Appalachian State, FAU. They're all big favorites. Yep. And I think they will probably, each of those teams should win the game. So I think if you take a few of those teams and. Or all them, of them. Or all of them and, or all <laughs> of them and put them in a money line parlay, risk whatever you want to risk to, to win whatever you want to win and try and just. Have some fun this weekend, but not go too crazy because I'm, I'm not interested in laying. How many teams did you just rattle off? Uh, 12 or 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 money line parlay. There's a 13 team favorite money line parlay right there. How about that? All right. Laying some, laying some big numbers. All right. So that, that, that's, 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 that's betting advice number one. Uh, this Is that weekend. one? Please put that in the column as one of your picks. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I wonder if the money lines are up yet. They're, they're I, your I, word count. Actually, yeah, that would be great. I'm gonna have to look and see if they're the money lines up on these games yet. I'm sure there are somewhere, right? Yeah, there are. Perfect. Definitely. I, perfect. I'll, I'll put the uh, put the money line. Put that into the yeah, money line I, I, calculator. I was put in the calculator. One hundred dollars <laughs> to win fourteen. <laughs> um, one of the games that I didn't. One of the games that are in there. That I that I do like is Georgia. Uh, you do. I think LA in the fourteen and a half. Okay. I wonder how Auburn's going to score, and I know they had a little bit of momentum coming that double digit comeback late last week. Somehow they won the game, but I think the fact that Georgia had that little bit of a break after the LSU loss, came back, played well against Florida, went to Kentucky, played well. Yeah, you could worry a little bit about a letdown off of those two games, but I think the fact that Swift is now healthy, they're playing more guys, the offensive line is getting healthier, the defense is starting to grow with the with the new new starters from this year. I, I like all of that together, and again, I'm not again. This is you're probably like 
saying who, who is this guy hosting with, with Steve this week because he's picking those teams with a minus number in front of it. Don't even know who he is. But it's it, it's one of those weeks, and I, and I think right. I, 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 I take Georgia. By the way, you got the top seven in the AP poll are all at least 12-point favorites. The top six are all favored by 14 points or more. The top four are all favored by at least 17. So it, it's one of the... Who's 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 the biggest threat to lose out of those teams this week? Got the top four. Yeah, well, yeah, top four. Yep, yeah, top four. No, top five. Top six. Alabama minus twenty four against Mississippi State. Clemson minus twenty against Clemson. BC. One little nugget since the start of two thousand sixteen. That's two seasons. There have been twenty two games where a team favored by twenty points or more has lost outright. Clemson. Virginia Tech has done it twice. The other team to do it twice is Clemson. All right. It's just the last time a top twenty team was an underdog bigger than this on their home field. Nineteen ninety six. Arizona State nineteen. Reigning two time defending national champion Nebraska zero. Oh, what a game that was. I, I remember watching that in, t- in I- Knoxville. It was the same day as Florida, Tennessee, Werfel, go for it on fourth down. Yep. Ike Killiard across. I Hilliard or Anthony, I forget who. I think it was Ike Killiard. Middle touchdown, boom, ball game over. Later that night was Nebraska. Arizona I will State. never forget being a freshman in college. I think we played at Wisconsin that day. Uh, noon game, fly back. The night, it was a Fox Sports West, Nebraska, Arizona State game. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget watching that defense that night. Just completely. Completely destroy Scott Frost and Nebraska offense, and saying to myself, "We have to play this team." This year. <laughs> like it was Pat Tillman yep. running around, Jake Fright Night running around, pool exactly. yeah, forget third it. and five automatic. That team was so good, and I know people out east and the youngsters don't even know what well, I'm I talking love, about. I love that team. God, what a team! What a team! They were fun to watch. Sun Devils were that year. Um. Incredible, incredible team um, that was that close to a Rose Bowl went to uh, over Ohio State. But anyway, um, I do remember that game, and that was destruction. If BC could ever do that this week, holy moly, uh, well, that would flip things. One up. other, one other, one other note on that. Like we Kirk last week in our show brought up the fact that you've got these teams that are in the top of the rankings that aren't having necessarily. Felt pressure. Washington State struggled against Cal. Mm-hmm. Kentucky lost. West Virginia eked one out on the road. One shot. Like the top five pressure is real. If you go back in the playoff era, pre November, AP top five teams favored by 14 points or more. Uh huh. 128 and five in August, September, and October. Okay. November, 44 and six. Six losses and it's 50. not pre-November anymore. It's in a not pre-November pair. anymore. So there've been six games in the last. In the, it's a, this is. A, I don't know if I, I don't want. I'll ask you. What do you, do you know? What the six games are in the playoff era where you've had a top five team as a fourteen point favorite or more lose? Oregon. No, that was it. That was twelve. The, the Oregon oh, Stanford game. That right. was twelve. Yeah. Shoot. And the Arizona game was pre-November. Yeah, it was September on a Thursday night. Playoff. 
God, I, so what is that? Four, four years, years, 14, 15, 16, 17. No, November, November losses, top five team, 14-point favorite or more. Manzo, Ohio State boring. last year at Iowa, Louisville in 16. Gosh, it's crazy to think that that team was a 16-point favorite at Houston right now when they, when they lost. Wow. 2016 Michigan at Iowa, 2016 Clemson versus Pitt. That's the one I was thinking. 2015 Ohio State versus Michigan State. Michigan State was, that was only, the rain game with yep. the field goal. And then 2014, Auburn was a 23-and-a-half-point favorite at home against A&M and lost. Wow. Those are your six top five teams to lose in that in that world. So you're saying there's a chance. So it's one of the, you know, the, the old like, game day commercials where oh, crazy thing. one of those weekends where crazy things can happen. Doesn't look like it's one of those weekends, but you never know. All right. Um, did you give a pick? Yes, I gave George. Somehow we got from Georgia minus 14 and a half to that. All right. You're up. All right, perfect. I'm going to stay in the SEC. I'm going to go to a team that hasn't played a home game since October 6th. That is your Texas A&M Aggies. Yep. Haven't played a home game since October 6th. They took out undefeated Kentucky that night. They, they need a home game right about now. Yeah, and that's exactly what I said. Noon kickoff Eastern. Uh, Ole Miss comes in with one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. I can't believe we had a winner out of South Carolina last week. No business winning that game. I think this is just what the doctor ordered for A&M. Ole Miss, a horrible defense. They're giving up over – they're a yard shy of giving up 500 a game yards. Over 210 on the ground. I think uh, Travion Williams runs wild. I think A&M – it's funny. I was looking at some of the numbers, like time of possession. I was watching the A and M game last week, and I think who was it? Brock Hewitt. They do a very good job, and they they don't. The other team doesn't get the ball much. No, and you can thank Kentucky for not running a play on the other side of the field for a large part yeah. of that. But the, the, so I think that mixture of A and M coming home, Ole Miss horrible defense, A and M tough loss last week on the road, coming back home, getting familiar. A&M minus 12. I'll lay the 12 against Ole Miss. I could, I could certainly see that. That might that number might go up, too, so I'd run yeah, out and get that down. Right it now. feels like it's going to go to 13 or 13 and a half. The, the other game this week that I was looking at that I feel somewhat good about, as good as I can feel about anything this week, is Houston laying four and a half uh, against Temple. You, you wonder how much... That game last Thursday night took out a temple. Uh, Rock Armstead hurt again, really tried to gut his way through it. Who knows? There's no way he's 100% right now after that game. Houston laid an egg against SMU last week. You come home, Oliver getting healthy, off the loss. Last time you were on that field, you embarrassed South Florida. Uh, you still control your destiny to get to the, the AAC title game. Feels like a lot of good reasons to like uh, Houston in this game, even though the Temple team's good. And they, but you saw UCF put up a huge number at home uh, against them. Houston's got a better defense than UCF. Offensively, I think they're right there with them. If the four and a half seems seems a little short to me, but I'll take Houston. All right, I, I'm really interested to see the Temple. Like everybody watched Temple UCF last week in a great Thursday night game. Um, and Temple, you could just tell, was not what? afraid. Watch that at Ruffin's at Rufino's last week. You little dog. My favorite restaurant on the college tour. And it was so depressing getting texts from everyone in Baton Rouge last week. That, the, the redfish. It really was. Redfish, barbecue shrimp, brought out the spinalis cut. Never stopped. Oh, it was 
How was my man Ruffin? Good? He is awesome. How bad was he sweating? He was he was sweating pretty good. <laughs> but that's our guy, offensive lineman. Exactly. Shout out to Ruffin. Love him. Miss Rafinos, Brandon Landry, walk-ons, the whole crowd. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, we, it's we, on me. Walk-ons walk walk was lunch. Yeah, of course it was. And ate, yeah, crawfish etouffee was pretty good. Oh, man. Um, and then they had like the Cajun quesadilla. Yeah. They had that as well. Yep. <laughs> and it doesn't stop. It's it's just, it's just like, hey, Brandon, can I get another <laughs> one? Yep. And there it is. It's in, it's ready in five minutes. Man, I bad planning on me. I did my trips early in the year. Baton Rouge, I'll be back. Sorry. But, uh, all right, moving on. Where, where, where are we? We're all distracted. Well, I, I, gave, I gave you my oh, last we were watching, Oh, Temple, Temple UCF. Yeah. Temple was really not afraid of that UCF defense, and it showed. Like, they just kept attacking. There's no reason to be afraid they, of You know, they weren't. But I thought it was, you know, on the road. I thought maybe they would play keep away a little bit, you know, with Armstead running the mm-hmm. ball. And they just kept going. They stayed in attack mode the whole time. Interested if they try and do that against Houston. You know, like that's because I... I wonder, though. I think Houston's defensive front might be able to get a little bit more pressure. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, and then the run game, like you said, I, that's... it's it. The tempo of that game is very interesting because, I mean, Houston plays as fast as anybody in the country. Um... And shoot, they've been they've been as good as anybody. So Houston, what is that minus four and a four half? And a half. Okay, all right. Um, I have two others. Uh, I know Notre Dame has been horrible. This is very simple. This is off the eye test. Uh well, what was it against Pitt? Huge, right? Number? 20. Yeah, I mean, historically, as a double digit Navy huge favorite, huge favorite didn't cover at home. They've been not good. Everything to play for. Everything to play for. Senior day. And I look at the other side, and I, well, I talked about them numerous times before the season. They were the biggest wild card in the country to me at Florida State. We know State. we find out what way it went. <laughs> and I just, if they're going to go to Raleigh and NC State, who we talked about at nauseum at the, at the beginning of this podcast, how we're not impressed by them, if NC State's going to put up 47, okay, and win by 19, why why can't Notre Dame? Like, Ian Book is... And Notre Dame's defense is so much better than what the Wolfpack had this year. And this is one thing I was going to say with the eye test. And this is... And I... Previous years, I've I, I've probably been one of these people. These people that just keep saying Notre Dame 2012, like, you haven't watched Notre Dame. It's not Dame. this completely you, different team. You, you can't say that. You, you just team can't stand so Notre Dame. This team is so much Dame. better. It's not even close how much better this team is. So I'm going to take the home team. Like I said, senior day, weather, not going to be a Florida day. Let's just say that in South no. Bend. And, you know, obviously 93. Are we doing something on the show? Do we remember 93? We are remembering 93. Where were you in 93? I was actually that day. I think Miami had a home game at the Orange Bowl against Brian Forte and Rutgers. That's where you I remember, are. I remember watching the end of Florida State Notre Dame. Were you up in the press box in punching the, in numbers? The, in, the, in the press box. Do who, working for whoever I was working for that day, uh-huh. um, on the stack crew, and I remember watching the end of Notre Dame, Florida State on the Orange Bowl press box TV. I remember. Who were you wa- rooting for? I remember watching game day earlier in the morning. Like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. Who are I, these guys? That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I, I, I watched the show. Were they in the hallway of the, the basketball the hall, arena? The hall of Fame, I believe it was. I believe it was yeah. the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think you're right. Football Hall of Fame. Who was I rooting for that day? At the time. Miami still, like, was kind of yeah. in it, so I wanted Florida State to lose, which they did. And then I think the next week, Miami went up to West Virginia. Robert Walker 
Mountaineers beat the Canes, and then in the all-time inside information, just feel, just tell your friends and family, game of of eternity, Arizona Fiesta Bowl money line against Miami, and twenty nine nothing later, it was it was over. So yeah, somehow Desert Swarm. Well, it was that was. <laughs> Miami doesn't do well out in no. Arizona. No, it was funny. It was good to have two of those games in my in my tenure year. The, the, the last game of my tenure at Miami was that Fiesta Bowl, uh-huh. and then the end of my freshman year was the Cotton Bowl against Texas, where Oof. Miami was like a three point favorite over Texas, and I just kind of told Mike, "This is not going to happen. This boys. is going to be ugly. Just it's going to be bad." Um, so there's some reminiscence. Yeah, that was. Never, and then the following week, BC went to Notre Dame and won, right? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of... 93 was nuts. You talked about Florida State? Yeah. First time since 1982 Whoa. that the Knolls were an underdog in three straight games. So this is like before... See, the last time they were an underdog three straight games was before they were really Florida State. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to ride the lightning here with Notre Dame. Everything to play for. I think they're head and shoulders above. Blackman played last week for Florida State. I don't like that mix. I think Notre Dame destroys Florida State's offensive line. It'll be curious to see, though, the last three times Notre Dame has taken the field against a Power 5 team. Northwestern was tied at halftime. Stanford, they were up by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. When they down a point against Pitt or up a point, it was a one-point game, I believe, at halftime. Oh, they were so, down seven, I think. So, so last, three ga- last three games against seven. Power 5 teams at halftime, the games have been in doubt. If they continue to start slow, if like somehow Florida State's defense decides to stop someone and it's a game, and Florida State remembers they have athletes, who knows? But I, I have a hard time seeing Notre Dame losing at home to Florida State. You're up, sir. I don't have anything else I like in terms of okay. games, but I have a suggested play for you. <laughs> this a new chapter. Suggested? You're going to love this. Okay, I believe this week or last week or recently, I believe it was Caesars po- reposted odds to win conference titles. Oh, okay. I think it is worth taking a little bit of a shot. Okay, with USC to win the Pac-12 at eight to one. And here is why: all four of those teams in the South have three losses. Correct. Utah just lost their starting quarterback, yep. and they have Oregon this week, and they go to Colorado. Huh? Chance they could lose one of those games. Absolutely. Arizona State's got UCLA. They go to Austin, where they'll probably lose, and they got the Territorial Cup at, in Tucson. Odds are Arizona State will lose one of those games. Correct. Arizona goes to Wazoo. They'll lose up there, and then they have the Arizona game. USC, they got Cal. And they got UCLA. There's a really good chance USC is going to be sitting there at 6-3 and three as the only team in the Pac-12 South with three losses. They would draw from the North, Washington, who is hardly world beaters this year, and Wazoo, who they've already beaten. Are you going to get it plus 800 on a money line if they reach the Pac-12 title game? No. Might be worth a little bit of a shot. All right. Get it out there, people. USC, the Trojans, to win the Pac-12. Uh, I have one more. It's pretty simple. It's Oregon State. Stanford has no business giving twenty three and a half points to anybody. Um, Oregon State could score. Not even Rice. 
maybe Rice. Rice tried coming back last week. They did. They tried. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Rice. Bloomgren would have too much inside information on the Stanford team. But those those intricate Stanford blocking schemes up front that have averaged like 3.2 yards per carry this it's year. It's not pretty. And then last week, it's not pretty either. Um, but I just I don't think they they're twenty three and a half points better than anyone in the conference. So Oregon State in Palo Alto, which should be a, a huge, massive crowd. Um, I like the Beavers there. Money line, money line. Give me in my best Beano voice, Colorado <laughs> against against the Cougs. I uh, last time they were on this field, they blew a thirty one three lead to Oregon State, who. Think we're still going to get under two and a half. I think we're going to be good, but in a week where I had a hard time latching on to a dog, give me give me Colorado. By the way, back to USC. Could you imagine the SC fans if they oh, are seven and five God. with a with a loss to Notre Dame in the final game of the regular season? They go to the Pac-12 title game and win, and they're eight and five, and they wind up in the Rose. They're going to be so irate because they want like changes galore in the coaching staff. And, and you got a team in the last three years won the Rose Bowl and then repeated as Pac-12 champs. You talk about conflicted. They'd be going crazy. That would not be pretty. Uh wow! What a disgust! You are right. What by a the way, disgusting. I'm, I'll give you some for money. You keep you keep looking for money lines, and I'm gonna oh, I am. I'm, I'm gonna roll off some preseason conference title odds that I found. I just went through the standings and Wazoo seventy five to one to win the Pac twelve before the year. Wow. Pitt was sixty to one. They're not going to win the ACC, but they were sixty to one. Utah State eight to one to win the Mountain West. West Virginia eight to one to win the Big Twelve. Iowa State twenty five to one. And I had still... them playing in the pack in the Big Twelve title games. That's pretty good. Northwestern was fifty to one to win the Big Ten. Cincinnati, your Bearcats seventy five to one. Where if they win, they win in Orlando at the airport next week. They're, they're going to be in the game. Uh, Buffalo ten to one to win the MAC. I might know somebody who has that ticket. By the way, next week Buffalo Hawaii, Buffalo at Ohio U in Athens. That that is a great midweek game, and we're recording this podcast on Wednesday tonight. Ohio U goes to Miami of Ohio, and slight there, favorite. Slight favorite. There might be some people rooting for Miami of Ohio to give Ohio U that second loss, okay. which gives Buffalo a little bit of a buffer and doesn't make next week a must win. Where then they would just have to win at Bowling Green the week after that. And then uh, a lot of information here. A lot folks. of information. And Georgia Southern was fifteen to one to win the Sun Belt. Yeah, tough loss last week. Yeah, tough spot though. It's a, it was coming off, coming double off the digit, State. exactly. That and was, now they got uh, that was on a platter. Who they got this? week? They got week? Troy this week. Yeah, I almost. I, I think like, they're a short dog I like at home. Troy. Is that, I like. I think, Troy I think Troy's game. like minus one or whatever. Yeah, they are. Eagles already did us good. That ticket, that tickets in the mail. Stamps. dot com. Um, I, I I don't know Northwestern. I guess. No, I'm going to ride my pirates. East Carolina, you Aylers. I guy. love him. Have you seen him? Yes. He's awesome. I watched the UCF game. I remember being in the truck, and like, why isn't Mackenzie Milton playing, and why did like nobody know any of this? And then I'm watching the game and seeing this guy running around all over the place. Awesome. I'm like, wow, this guy's. I like this guy. Yeah. Hole and Aylers, let's go. Pirates. I need some ECU gear. They got the old pirate back. That thing looks sharp. I was going to say, you give me Jeff Blake, old yeah. Peach Bowl at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium against NC State. 
Give me that. Any, anything better? No chance. You know what? You know what's Pirates. better? You know what's better? Uh, this morning at, at the gym and hoop started last night. They were showing Penny Hardaway highlights uh, from the, the old Memphis State basketball. Not just Memphis. They play at Mem- the pyramid. Mem- at the pyramid, exactly. Yeah. Memphis State with the on the, on the front of the jersey, just sure. awesome. I, I I hate the fact they're now just Memphis. Yeah, it just the Memphis State just brought. Even though Memphis something. is in the state, it isn't it. Well, I mean, it's its, it's own state, state. state. It's like the State University of New Jersey, Rutgers. Correct. All right. So for forty big... forty point dog. Uh, I I looked at Michigan. I'm not going to lie. Uh, all right. For the big Mike can, happy can, can, recap. Can, can he? Well, you think he can do it again? Yeah. Is he going to do it again? Yeah. Please tell me he's going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> he wants eighty. <laughs> hey, Col- Clemson could have done a lot more last oh, yeah. week. Yeah. By the way, and people people asking about Clemson and are, are they as good as they are? Since Trevor Lawrence came back Ooh. that Wake Forest game, he's been fully healthy. Number one nationally in offensive efficiency. Number one nationally in defensive efficiency. Yep, that's all you need to know. Where, how, how do you feel right now about your uh, your group of five CFP five versus the field? Uh, it's Alabama. To, re- to repeat for everybody, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. I feel real good if Ohio State and Oklahoma get in the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> I need those team, one of those teams to win the title. I feel good. Obviously, Notre Dame and Michigan and Georgia are my – if they win it, um, that makes me a loser. Right. So uh, if if people want to beat those teams and get Oklahoma, imagine <laughs> if I could get all four in the playoff. Well, that's what happened the first, the, the, the first year that, that Chris it Andrews offered. did it at South Point. Every team – from the five, wind up making the playoff. Wow! So it was that's a winner, a, a winner, a winner before uh, before it was a winner. All right, uh, the Big Mike Happy Recap. I am going Cincinnati minus fourteen, Texas A and M minus twelve, Ohio State minus three and a half, Notre Dame minus seventeen and a half, Oregon State plus twenty three and a half. You sir. Georgia minus 14 and a half. Ohio State minus three and a half for the match. Yep. Penn State minus nine. And Houston minus four and a half. And uh, Colorado money line. And a 13 team money line. And a 13 team money line parlay and USC to win the Pac 12 at eight to one at Caesars. <laughs> Any horses this week? I'm sure there will be. Gosh, I, I still can't believe Accelerate beat me on, sat- on Saturday. I, I, I was, that was just the, the story of my Saturday. Let me put it to you. With. With the, the travel to Ann Arbor, Breeders' Cup Saturday, the, 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 with the classic, just a lot going on. There was a lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, all right, I think that's going to do it. You got anything else? Boston, here you come. Yep, drive up. Where's dinner Friday night? Oh, we don't want. I don't know people. where we're. I don't know where we're we going Friday. I know where. I believe we're going to Limoncello on Thursday, on the North End. All right, uh, that's the plan. Tell right me, now. no Rosillo. I, I go that I go that wherever I go. All right, just wanted to keep it sure. Very good. Uh, shout out to all the people again in Baton Rouge last week for texting me and and bothering me. Yeah, you're, me you're, 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 you're welcome. That was appreciate. That was fun. All right, uh, take us out. What were your last week? What, what do you want the year now? Thirty five, thirteen, and one. And here I am, thirty six, twenty five, and one, and I feel good <laughs> about myself. And you are just so that's. What, 35, 36, 71, 71, 38, and 2? We're, we're up we're up like 34 units between the two of us. 
pretty good. You kidding me? So, with that in mind, listening. the less you bet, the more you lose when we win. <laughs> See you later, people.